Hi, everybody. It is Allison, your host, just sitting here in the sun with my new little pup, Paco, next to me. I have never had a dog like Paco. Not that any animal you live with is ever like any other animal you live with, but Paco, I don't know, he has this lightness of being that I associate with baby kittens or tiny little new puppies, even though he's probably about a year old. And that lightness of being is so welcome in this time of pandemic and everything else we're all dealing with. This pup wakes up and he just leaps straight up into the air. I don't even know if I can call it a leap. It's more like his body just elevates straight up with no effort, like he's he's flying, but straight up. He loves to snuggle, he loves to eat, he loves to run and play fetch, he loves to walk, and he loves his humans. In fact, I don't think I have ever had a dog who loved me so much. thinking about a listener in Ventura County, California, who wrote in about the dream she keeps having, in which she's walking through her house, and she knows it's her house, even though it's not a house she recognizes. She's trying to get to a door she knows is in the house somewhere. It's a door that she has never opened, but she knows it's somewhere there in the house, and if she can find it and open it, it's going to lead to a whole new wing of the house that she's never seen before. This is actually a dream that is very familiar to me. Um, and maybe it is to you too, this unknown house dream. Anyway, she and her family are going to have so much room, so much light and space once she manages to find this door. And then the listener wakes up and she remembers the reality of her situation, which is that her actual house burned to the ground in the wildfires that have swept through California in recent years. Look, I'm not complaining, she writes. We weren't home when the fire came through. Our children, our cats are all alive and healthy. It's just that everything from our life together, I mean just the things from our life together, are gone forever. So I've been thinking about this listener and how she sternly seems to be telling herself in this note not to complain. And how that can sometimes translate into, oh, you shouldn't be sad, or oh, you're whining, or oh, you have no right to feel bad when it could be so, so, so much worse. But you can know how lucky you are and still feel sad. You can feel incredibly grateful for how your life was spared and still feel overwhelmed, right? We can feel more than one feeling at the same time. There is a lot of loss in life. There's a lot of change. You transition to a new stage and you leave something behind. And much of it just happens to us without thinking. You start walking, you leave crawling behind. You learn to read and you leave the world of pure visuals. That world in which your eye doesn't automatically go to the words first and translate them into images and thoughts behind. In my case, you taste good gin and you leave the world of cheap gin behind forever. Other loss just happens and it is out of our control. A wildfire takes your house and everything in it. All your photos, all your blankets, that vase your grandmother gave you. 
your kids grow up and go to college and you think, but what did she eat for breakfast today? And you're never going to know. You adopt a pup who loves you more than any other dog has ever loved you, and you know damn well that dog is going to get old way faster than you are, and a day you don't want to come is going to come anyway. I think of our listener dreaming of that house she doesn't recognize and a door she can't find, and waking up to the huge gratitude and simultaneous sadness about the house, but gratitude that her family and her pets are safe and healthy, and a poem I have always loved comes to mind, The Accordion, by Connie Wanick. The Accordion, by Connie Wanick, for Hannah. It was the one tangible you brought home from the city, an armful of instrument, bellows and keys and buttons, and a smell of antique lubrication, and a sound that poured undiminished through solid walls. You sat in your chair with its straps around your shoulders, teaching yourself to play, determined to do different things differently in the tradition of your people, mixed breeds from a dozen lands. You sat as at a dance with your partner on your lap, but it was also a baby you were coaxing to speak. I carried you that same way long ago, your infant head under my chin, your chest against my chest, my arms around you, my little marsupial. I have photos of us like that, mother and child, and more. I can feel it physically. My arms still ache. It's like phantom pain after an amputation, phantoms being real. You left it here with us, the accordion, debating whether to sell it or to indulge yourself by retaining such a large artifact as it troubled no one, tucked back in your closet in its battered, leather-covered case, though neither was it useful. Except it came to us at such a time. You sat alone with it for hours before your open curtains, the music book awash in winter light, hesitations, repetitions, small masteries, and beyond you, snow passed through the sieve of the pine boughs with the delicacy of grace notes. Well, we have come to the end for today, my friends. Thank you for listening. If you liked it, please spread the word by sending the link to someone else who might. Give us a good rating if you can figure out how to do so. Original theme music for our show is by Dylan Parisi. Additional music composed and performed by Kelly Krebs. Today's poem, The Accordion by Connie Wanick, is read with kind permission of the poet and is from her book On Speaking Terms, published by Copper Canyon Press. Words by Winter is created, hosted, written, everything by me, writer Allison McGee. Tell me what you're going through, and I'll go in search of a poem to help you through, to help us all through, the way poems have been helping me since I was a wee little snapper. 
You can send me a voice memo via an email to wordsbywinterpodcast at gmail.com or drop me a line at the same address, which again is wordsbywinterpodcast at gmail.com. For more info, go to ellisonmcgee.com. Words by Winter, conversations, reflections, and poems about the passages of life, because it is rough out there, and we have to help each other through. 